like a fetish club for your ears. Grab a hot drink and turn down the lights. Coming across the airwaves and into bedrooms everywhere, BDSM United is bringing you non-violent, consensual, kink education. This isn't for the kiddos or for the cookie-cutter conservative vanilla prunes. We'll be talking bondage, discipline, dominance, submission, sadomasochism, and more today on this BDSM United podcast. I'm Primal Piggy. Thank you for joining us for another BDSM United podcast in our slave training series. We're really getting into the meat and the guts of of what slave training is. We're talking about some things that are uh, a little bit harder, uh, maybe sometimes even a little harder to understand. Uh, and so I'm just doing my best to bring you some information and uh, hopefully you'll take what you learn from this podcast series, knowing that it is not, this isn't a complete or comprehensive podcast, but then I'm giving you some ideas or some things that you may want to take and do additional homework on your own as a dominant, as a master, and, and, and see how you can incorporate those things into your slave training process. Um, let's look today at the push-pull theory. It describes the internal struggle that a slave goes through in the process of accepting changes during training. Um, accepting the overall goal of the master to train it as a slave does not mean that no resistance to the actual training will be encountered. Imagine that. So you're taking somebody who's a submissive, who has uh, lots of free will and, and has lots of... Um, its own autonomy, and you're putting it, uh, you're you're putting it through this process of slave training to make the slave utterly and completely dependent, and removing and stripping autonomy away from the submissive and turning them into a slave who is dependent and who uh, belongs completely and is owned completely by the master. Uh, of course, there's going to be some resistance in that process. It's just your, uh, it's just part of what you are signing up for. It's really part of what both of you are signing up for is that there will be some resistance there that you will have to overcome. The slave feels a resistance to some changes. Slavery means the giving of personal freedoms to a master and agreeing to allow a master to make choices for the slave. Slave gives master many of, of the freedoms it once enjoyed and controlled. Loss of these valued freedoms can foster resistance. The slave feels a push or pull. Slave feels two opposing motivational forces. Often the slave not only feels an internal push to achieve the goals established by the master, but also a pull by an internal force to resist the change and maintain old behaviors and attitudes. That is the status quo. Therefore, change only occurs when the motivation to serve, to obey, and to please overrides the pulling motivation to maintain the status quo. The need to change must be stronger than the pull. Your job is to make the push strong and the pull weaker, or at least 
not to let the pull grow. When the push force is greater or equal to the pull force, there is no change. For behaviors to change, the forces preserving status quo must be changed. Let me repeat that. When the push force is greater or equal to the pull force, there isn't any change. For behaviors to change, the forces preserving the status quo or the pull force must be changed. A lot of people don't get that. You, you have to remove the resistance, not, not motivate the, uh, the change. <laughs> Behavioral change occurs by increasing the motivation for change, of course, but also by weakening the force to maintain the status quo. There must be a combination of both. Change occurs in a three-step process, uh, useful as a concept in slave training. The, the first step is unfreezing. This is a critical first step in the change process. Unfreezing is encouraging the slave to discard old behavior by shaking up the equilibrium state that maintains the status quo. This is accomplished by eliminating rewards and showing that the old behavior has no value to their slavery. By unfreezing, the slave accepts that change needs to occur. The slave surrenders by allowing the boundaries for the status quo to be opened in preparation for change. To the second step, in the process of is the process of moving in the moving state new attitudes values and behaviors are substituted for old ones this is accomplished by providing rationale for change goals motivation and training to develop skills it, it this is somewhat of a uh, this is where the, the power of the lecture comes in this is the power of um, instilling your philosophy uh, to making, uh, uh, showing your slave that the training process is based on science and that it is, uh, it is providing the rationale, the logic for the change. It's, uh, it's showing them that there's goals and there's motivation and in, within the training. The, the third step is refreezing. This is where the new attitude, the values, and the behavior are established as a new status quo. This is accomplished by rewarding and institutionalizing the new in the slave's life. The use of the words force and helpless is that slave training are, in slave training, sorry, are often misunderstood. Force means that the slave is forced by an internal drive to obey an order of the master. If it's given an order to kneel, then the slave has no choice but to kneel if slave obeys the command. To be a slave, it must make a choice to kneel. Therefore, it is forced to kneel because kneeling is obeying. There are many other options uh, the slave could make, but it only kneels because its goal is to obey. That is the force that we're referring to. And helpless means much of the same thing. Every action in life 
is made by choices, but if it behaves as a slave, it is helpless but to make the one choice, and that choice is to obey the orders given the slave. How can an object be a slave if it does not obey? Therefore, it is helpless to be a slave. It is helpless, and it cannot, it, and it must not obey. And it is helpless again. And <laughs> sorry, it's hard to say this. It's helpless to be a slave, and it's helpless from not obeying. And that doesn't mean that other options can't be made by the slave, but this, but to be a slave, it must obey master's order. Slave is given orders or rules, and to obey, it must comply. The force is an internal force. The helplessness is about the slave seeing that it needs to behave as a slave, and that means to follow the commands given and not their, uh, make their own choices for behavior. Uh, the, the master makes the decisions, and it, the slave, follows. Slave makes a choice, yes, but it's a choice to obey no matter what. And that, in effect, makes the slave helpless to take any other action than what is directed to it by the master. Slavery means slave chooses to follow the orders and rules given by the master, and they override all the other possible choices. Slave is helpless. Uh, it cannot disobey or it is out. Only by stepping out of the role of slave does that give, do they give up that internal helplessness to obey or the feeling of being forced to comply. I'm Primal Piggy. Thank you for listening to this BDSM United podcast where we really sum up the philosophy of of, of, of an MS or the philosophy of the role of slave in an MS or the identity, sorry, of a slave in MS, uh, that it has an internal force and it has an internal helplessness and that if it's taking the identity of slave, then it is forced to obey and it is helpless to do anything but obey. And, uh, you know, that is something that um, a lot of people may not actually talk about a lot. And uh, so hopefully, you know, maybe that's something, you you know, that seems obvious. But uh, hopefully that kind of, you know, helps you see the, the identity of slave a little bit better. And really this comes along at this part in the slave training process because it is a little more weighty. You know, it's a uh, it's definitely chipping away at uh, at a slave's previous identity, <laughs> and it's really helping uh, reinforce that um, the new status quo, uh, and uh, helping them overcome the pull, and and helping them push themselves into the new identity. Again, I'm Primal Piggy. This was a BDSM United podcast in our slave training series. The best way uh, to uh, connect with us is at 
www.bdsmunited.com. You can find all of our different resources there. We have a private group called the BDSM Education Group, about a thousand people that are uh, learning about power exchange and kink uh, in a private, safe space. Uh, we have things like a l very large Facebook page called Whips, Chains, and Duct Tape. Uh, my submissive Jen has a lot of educational resources on her WordPress blog. Um, all of these types of resources are found at our website, bdsmunited.com. It was a joy listening, or it was a joy talking with you today. Uh, and uh, I will talk with you again soon. Before you go, head on over and visit our friend Nookie at datingkinky.com. She's been a longtime supporter and friend of Whips, Chains, and Duct Tape, and she's built a very inclusive service that is Dating Kinky. Built by kinksters for kinksters, poly, queer, trans folk, and anyone not quite vanilla, and it's free. But also check out a Plus membership. It gives you access to nine books, three online classes, and over 250 webinar replays. That's nearly 400 hours of kinky education. Plus membership is an amazing deal. You also get access to amazing features like voice and video chat. That's datingkinky.com.